in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106 on this Friday, October 28th. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, this portion of our program, and it's brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Now, it's Friday. It's a uh, nice day, nice day outside right now. Just think you could, in fact, be enjoying a nice lunch at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Uh, Just take the exit. You could sit outside on the deck. Or you could sit inside the lounge, catch up on everything that's going on and happening. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. Ford, they have the nice dining room, delicious food, great service, always a terrific time. Folks, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. All right, there's a lot of news developing, as just heard in the top of the hour. Uh, we're still getting more details. This situation with... Nancy Pelosi and her husband is very, very serious. I'm going to get back to the Rhode Island thing. Someone sent me an email, and they're exactly right. Notice, I don't, I don't know why, and here's my answer, though. I don't know why the media falls for it when Governor McKee just says, oh, I didn't see it. You know, they asked him about twerking, and then the media laughs. Oh, he, he, didn't, he doesn't know what twerking is. Oh, he didn't see Tara Mac. That's a very good point. He, he knows the story. He, he knows about the, This is like an insider trading story. With the Rhode Island State House, and I am going to play the the Channel Twelve story um, about that. So I'm going to um, I will be playing that coming up in just a moment. But this, you know, this guy was he was trying to tie up Nancy Pelosi's husband, and was saying, "Where is where is she?" Let me hear this. Uh, Jamie Gangel is a really good reporter. I want to hear this. Occurred. The assailant confronted Paul Pelosi, shouting, quote, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? We now are told that the assailant was trying to tie up oh. the speaker's husband, quote, until Nancy got home, is the exact quote. These are from multiple sources who have been briefed, and that when the police came into the house, the assailant was saying, quote, we are waiting for Nancy. So- oh, my God. Wow. I don't understand. Wouldn't she have security? Apparently not. Husband's home alone. He was viciously beaten, assaulted, beaten with a hammer. Where is Nancy? You know, I don't know who this zero is that did this, but... It's too bad they didn't just open fire on the, the guy. Oh, my God. What? what, what? Who, who would do something like that? Hammer, San Francisco, male assailant, attacked Paul Pelosi, searching for the speaker. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Paul Pel- the guy is 82 years old. Attacks and shockwaves through Washington, outpouring condolences, condemned from both sides. See, here we go again. Fears of political violence. 
in the wake of the January 6th attack. Of course they had to do that. It was looking too good. Capitol Police are stating they're assisting the FBI and the San Francisco police with a joint investigation. I, I'm, I'm surprised that they don't have better security. Special agents, California field office, arrived on the scene of team investigators. Like, that, that, that sounds absolutely horrifying. Tie, trying to tie the guy up, 82 years old and saying where's Nancy what kind of zero crawled out of the woodwork and did something like this I mean this is early this morning assailant broke into the Pelosi residence in San Francisco and violently assaulted Mr. Pelosi in custody motivation for the tax under investigation Take her to the hospital, excellent medical care. She was not even in San Francisco at the time. So, some idiot. Of course she's in Washington. And Jerry Lee Lewis died. They said he was dead yesterday. He wasn't. Today, it is official. I I don't. You know, you can't, I, I, I don't understand. Let, let's find, we're going to have to wait and see exactly who it was. Could have been someone from the left. Could have been someone from the left. There's nuts on both sides. There's nuts on both sides. I like Elon, but I'm staying on truth social, says President Trump. That is good news until after the election. A hammer was used to break into the home. Wow. Tried to tie him up. She wasn't coming home. San Francisco Police Department arrived. He was waiting for Nancy. I don't. Um, let me just see what is the latest here. Wow. That is. Um, I, and I'm serious. We, we almost have to hope. That it's some left progressive. That would be the only good thing to come out of this story about Pelosi's husband. Please let it not be some idiot from from the right in a red MAGA hat. Whoever that is, you know, you're you're, you're imagining things. President Trump did not tell you to go there. God, there's so many nutcases out there. It is just. All right, let me see if I can get some. I want to see if I can get some more info here. Um, and I realize folks were live, so there's that. But all right, let me let's uh, come on, Juan. Let me see who would have it. Wow. That sounds terrifying. Governor McKee just tweeted, it's a great day for the city of Pawtucket. <laughs> Nothing about the corruption at the state house. Nick Oliver, representing the Rhode Island Partnership for Home Care, endorses Ashley Kalis and Aaron. Takes a swipe at Governor McKee saying he likes to prop up Willa. 
who he says will get adequate health care. Hmm. That's definitely a swipe. You know, not even I would do that. I don't know if you need to. Really? (laughs) He likes to prop up Willa. But they, Rhode Island Partnership for Home Care, PAC, is endorsing Ashley, Kalis, and Aaron. Oh, boy, here we go. Okay, who has it? Wall Street Journal. The suspected attacker has espoused extreme right-wing views on social media, including conspiracy theories about COVID. Well, here it begins. I still don't think it's an... Oh, did they provide an update? Oh, okay. I still don't... Uh, Kevin McCarthy reacted to the attack on the husband. Gee, I I wonder if they're going to start to use this whole thing in, in the debates. I want to hear that assault. Uh, excuse me, the update on the assault. Oh, my God. That's another one. These COVID people. Enough already. I don't know what else to tell you. Fine. Then don't get it. No one's for, you know, don't. It's over. COVID's over. No one's forcing you to get the shot. My kids are not going to. All right, fine. Homeschool them. Go to private school. I want to hear this. There's nothing more important than I refuse to get the vax and I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm fine. Feel free to get a life. COVID's over. I agree. It was annoying. There was a lot of misinformation. It was very confusing. But, like, we, we must move on. Are we still waiting for the update? Is that what's happening here? Oh, okay. So we're waiting for an update. Oh, no, no. I think they have it. Right. I, I, I'm. Can we get a clarification on it? Are we still? Oh, they're waiting for an update. Hmm, that's a little confusing. Can I go to the Wall Street Journal story that shows they're the ones breaking? What is going on? What? I don't think they gave the update yet. Fox attacks the White House, condemning the attack against Paul Pelosi and not every other hammer attack. All right. I mean, I, <laughs> it's not the position I would have tried to stake out, but so be it. Let's find the Wall Street Journal uh, piece here. Folks, stay with me. It's one seventeen. <coughs> You know what? Let me let me play the Channel 12 piece while I'm trying to sort out this Pelosi thing. Um, no, I think the Pelosi thing. You can you can look for the the Channel 12 story on their website, and I'm sure they'll be running it again. Uh, the Pelosi things takes precedence. Let's see. Um, okay, they're breaking this. I love the fact that Elon Musk fired the Twitty CEO and CFO after he took it over. $44 billion. Talk about overpaying. Holy cow. Executives in line for a $100 million payout. Uh, it was valued at $12 million. He paid $44 million. $44 billion, excuse me. $44 billion. 
weird. Okay, I think this is it. This is the story I'm looking for. The assailant was looking for Ms. Pelosi. Paul Pelosi, home, blah, 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 broke in. Where's Nancy? Um, he had espoused extreme right-wing views on social media conspiracy, according to a law enforcement official. Pelosi's been traveling the country campaigning ahead of the midterms with her protective detail. Mr. Pelosi, 80, 82, was taken to the hospital, full recovery. So they, um, they've been on you know, heightened alert. There was a... There was talk that political officials should be on heightened alert and also a rise in threats to election workers. The assaults being investigated by the U.S. Capitol Police and the FBI. President Biden called to express support after the horrible attack. I don't blame them. Uh, Mitch McConnell said he was horrified by the news. Let's see. He, I mean, the husband, not that it matters, but he just... He got nailed, didn't he? He got just got nailed on the uh, on the DUI. But here's the thing: so the Pelosi home, for those of you that know San Francisco, sits at the top of Pacific Heights, one of the most exclusive neighborhoods in San Francisco. Houses on the Broadway Street are valued as high as 15 million. One block west, mansions run as high as 35 million. On a stretch of Broadway known as Billionaires Row, some of the reasons wealthiest people live, including Larry Ellison of Oracle. Pelosi Homes been the site of protests in the past. Early January 2021, vandals spray-painted the Pelosi home, left a severed pig's head in front of the garage. Speaker, who normally travels with security details, received threats of violence. We all know what happened on January 6th. Where's Nancy? Since then, members have voiced worries about potential violence. The attack raised fears it was politically motivated. Of course, we have 2017. House Majority Whip Steve Scalise was shot by a gunman at a baseball practice for Republican lawmakers by a Bernie Sanders supporter. It was actually a Bernie Sanders volunteer, campaign volunteer. 2011, 22-year-old gunman shot Gabby Giffords. That's when uh, Chafee announced a talk radio ban. It had nothing to do. The guy was totally nuts. And if anything, he was a far-left liberal. More recently, a man was arrested outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home, charged with attempting to assassinate the justice. He intended to kill Kavanaugh over the leaked draft opinion on abortion access. Funny how we don't have his name on that whole thing. All right. Wow. Who is it? Who is this dangerous moron that broke into Pelosi's home? Boy, there are some people that just won't be content until the Democrats win the midterms. That's the only way you can look at it. Success frightens some people. Apparently. With majority in sight, Republicans hush talk of impeaching Biden. Absolutely they should. I I don't listen to anyone that talks about, and the first thing they got to do, you really think that's what the general public wants? Folks, it can't, I I know what they did. I know what they did with Trump. I'm aware of that. I'm well aware that part of it threw off my trip to D.C. And the whole Ukraine thing broke. Fine. Clam cake had Governor McKee earlier. No, I haven't. I haven't seen the Channel 12 story. 
Not that anyone would believe that. Where's the audio of Governor McKee? Oh, I, I didn't. Uh, I don't know anyone that was involved with any wrongdoing at the State House. <laughs> I mean, is there anyone that believes that? Anybody? Governor McKee was very upset at what his cut was. More national press. Former Miss Rhode Island admits lying to see a romantic partner in federal detention center. She was 2009. Hmm. And there's that. Let's see. Looks like the Raynham girl. Um, they have located. This, uh, let me just see the Pelosi story. I know it's all um, evolving as we speak. Maybe I will play the Channel 12 story, just because it's, it's a great story. New York Times. Polls in four swing districts show GOP strength in midterms. Home intruder looking for Nancy Pelosi attacks her husband. The assailant was in search of Speaker Pelosi. Where's Nancy? They, they just don't want to win. There's too many people that don't want to win. Now, President Trump said he's on his social media, he's very happy about Twitter, but he's going to stay on truth. I think that changes. I think that, although people will take what he says and then put it on Twitter. So he could accomplish both. But here it is. Swing district poll by the New York Times, Siena. Midterms being shaped forces beyond the red and blue divide. And I just, um, can I just see what states those were? Swing district polls being shaped by larger forces. Oh, I see. They just kind of do what those are. And then they go to different parts of the country. Kansas, Pennsylvania, Nevada, New Mexico. All right, let's go back to folks at 124. We'll follow the Pelosi story, obviously, because that is breaking news. I don't... I don't like the sound of that in any way. Here we go. Speaker's aide linked to mob associate. Hey, it's it's the beginning of November sweeps, and Channel 12 has a good mob story. I think it has less to do with the election and more to do with they got the info, and it's November sweeps. So I certainly don't uh, fault them. Let me hear a little Ties. bit. This is the Channel 12 piece, folks, on what's going on at Rhode Island. The House Speaker had a hidden stake in a cannabis business, and so did a known mob associate. Oh. I can't think of anything more brazen. It's John Marion. A month-long Target 12 investigation reveals a shocking relationship yes. that links the State House to the underworld. And breaking within the last few hours, that top State House staffer has now resigned. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here now with the exclusive details. Why? If he didn't do anything wrong. Target 12 reviewed thousands of pages of evidence obtained through a public records request. They include emails, text messages, and video, all part of a state police investigation into a mob associate, a cannabis company, and eventually the House Speaker's senior 
Deputy Chief of Staff. On a brisk morning in late December 2020, State House security cameras captured a dark SUV pulling into a parking lot reserved only for top state leaders and their staff. Moments later, a figure in a hooded sweatshirt emerges. State police detectives later identified the man as Raymond Scarface Jenkins, a longtime associate of the New England crime family. Minutes later, the employee entrance doors to the State House wing open, and John Conti, a top staffer to the House Speaker, walks out and embraces. Braces Jenkins. Jenkins. The pair talked for more than 20 minutes Jenkins. in what detectives described as an animated conversation. Eventually, Jenkins and Conti embrace again. Jenkins, Jenkins pulls away and Conti returns to his day job. Conti has been a longtime aide to Rhode Island's most powerful lawmakers. Mm -hmm. Hired in 2006, he has risen through the ranks. John Conti, who runs operations here. Conti is currently making $136,000 a year as the senior deputy chief of staff to House Speaker Joseph Shikarchi. He does it so impeccably, such a hardworking guy. Jenkins has a long criminal history, drug and weapons charges, illegal gambling, and a federal... Extortion conviction and a major crackdown into organized crime 10 years ago that resulted in a three-year prison sentence. Supposedly. The back door to the you got it. This is where all the lawmakers come and go. Where he shouldn't be. 12 News law enforcement analyst and former state police Colonel Stephen O'Donnell spent years investigating organized crime and is familiar with Jenkins. He's a, what we call a mob associate. He's connected. He's a well-connected guy in that world. He's Target 12 reviewed thousands of pages of evidence from a multi-year investigation by the state police and Department of Business Regulation. It reveals Conti and Jenkins were silent interest holders in Organic Bees, a marijuana grow operation in Pawtucket that started in 2017. The business was ultimately shut down earlier this year, primarily because Conti and Jenkins failed to disclose to state regulators that they were key players. All this while Conti had a ringside seat for internal debates over state marijuana policy. And I can't things. think of sort of a, a worse situation you could potentially find a staff member in um, as uh, you're negotiating. Right, folks, I want to, um, we're going to go to right now the, um, they're going to, this is a briefing going on live right now, folks, at 128 on the situation with Jenkins. Nancy Pelosi's home. Providing an update on the incident at Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office this morning. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Chief William Scott and District Attorney Brooke Jenkins. All right, folks, right now you're listening. This is live at 128 on this Friday. This live briefing on the assailant Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home. Can we close that door so we don't get the noise? Close the door. Come on, Conti. Close that door. Okay. Okay. This is a police officer. Okay, good morning. Okay, we'll go ahead and get started. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chief Bill Scott with the San Francisco Police Department. At approximately 2.27 this morning, San Francisco oh. police officers were dispatched to the residence of Speaker Nancy Pelosi regarding an A-priority well-being check. When the officers arrive on scene, 
they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Ah. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup, and rendered medical aid. The suspect has been identified as 42-year-old David DePepe. Mr. Pelosi and Mr. DePepe were transported to a local hospital for treatment. No. This is an active investigation currently being led by the San Francisco Police Department Special Investigations Division. We are working closely with our partners from the FBI, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the U.S. Capitol Police, and our District Attorney here in San Francisco County, uh, D.A. Brooke Jenkins and her team. The motive for this attack is still being determined. Mr. DePepe will be booked at San Francisco County Jail on the following charges. Attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several several other additional felonies. Before I go any further, I'd like to thank the responding officers for their swift action this morning. Those San Francisco police officers are Officer Colby Wilmes, Officer Kyle Cagney, and Sergeant Edmund Hoyne. I'd also like to thank our emergency dispatcher, Heather Grimes, who's standing here to my left for a really amazing job. For inquiries regarding Mr. Pelosi and his condition, we refer you to the statement issued by Speaker Pelosi's office this morning. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to our district attorney, Brooke Jenkins, for a few brief comments. And I, let me say in advance, this is what we know at this time. We will update you further, but we will not be able to take any questions after this statement. Thank you, Chief Scott, and I do want to commend the San Francisco Police Department for their immediate response um, to this home and for um, swiftly making sure that Mr. Pelosi was okay and that the suspect was apprehended. Um, we are working closely with them right now with respect to the investigation and will proceed with the appropriate charges um, as things unfold, as, long as, as well as work with the U.S. Attorney's Office and our federal partners. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for being here. I know you may have. We'll update you when we get more. You don't know how he got into the house. That's it for right now. We're not going to take any questions. Thank you. We, our office will be issuing uh, news release very soon. But that's it for now. Thank you. All right. Wow, folks. There it is. I mean, you got some details. How horrifying. Good afternoon. It's it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now, the time is one thirty-three, and um, wow, it is uh, it is late, and some nutcase really broke in, and I'm sure we're gonna learn more about exactly what what happened there, what went went down. I think there's there's still a lot, obviously, that that is is not known, um, to to put it mildly. But let me just see. So we did at least there's a name. We're probably going to learn a lot more about that individual as the course of the afternoon goes on. So, um, but the whole story is uh, is bizarre to, to to say the least.
Let me just see exactly what what time is it? One thirty four. And those that are just if you're just tuning in, this is absolutely obviously rocketed. And I I admit I mean I'm not trying to overlook that the husband's okay, but just the, the narrative that this is now gonna rocket. Um I have a feeling that you know Mayor Fung's going to get asked about this, and like that's how crazy it's going to get. Let me just see. According to police, the the intruder didn't have the hammer. Paul Pelosi did, and the intruder pulled it from his hands when the police got there. So the story is changing. Let's see. That was a short update, to say the least. Um, uh, Leader McConnell, horrified, disgusted by the reports, and Kevin McCarthy has also said the same. So we're going to, police say officers found the suspect holding the hammer, transferred to the hospital, attempted homicide. Where's Nancy? Good Lord. I wonder if this will play. This is now a federal crime attack on family of a federal office holder. His and of course his cry of "Where's Nancy?" mirrors the January sixth rioters searching for the speaker in the Capitol corridors. Hmm. But he did not. I I don't think. I mean, there's still a lot that we don't know. Clearly, I'm just trying to see if I can stumble upon some more details as this thing is breaking a little bit more. David DePepe, 42. All right, so the first thing we do is we go to Facebook and see if we can find him. I don't believe I'm friendly with him. I mean, friends with him. David D-E-P-A-P-E. David DePepe. Or is there a space? Hmm. Let's see. See how fast people go? A 2008 article in the Oakland Tribune. David DePepe have three children together. Hmm. Instead of cooking Thanksgiving, they chose to join people at a two-star market for a community meal. We like him and his his um, gypsy Taub have three children together. We like to meet our neighbors, a pro-nudist activist. She's from Moscow, Russia, and is the homeless youth director. No indication she had any connection to the Paul Pelosi attack. She has told the media she believes 9-11 was an inside job. All right, so some nutcase. Just see, I don't... Well, we'll find out. I mean, somebody will, they'll find him. We'll learn more about it. What we know about him so far. That's interesting that they're into conspiracies Start attacking the 82-year-old husband? Where's Nancy? 
people really think that she would actually be home? Hmm. What if Nancy Pelosi was home when he entered and attacked their home? We don't know. David DePepe. Does kind of sound like DePetro. Um, I'll have to wait and see exactly what. Um, let me just stay on track here. That is without question going to dominate today, this weekend. Can we please just get through this election with the red wave momentum? Motive is being determined. All right. So that's where that stands. What time is it? Folks, it's 1.38. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Pelosi's husband attacked at home, violently assaulted. Now, they're changing that. They're not saying that he, they're saying that the husband had the hammer. So I don't know what to make of that. And then obviously the other big new, Tom Brady is, boy, that was a fast. Whew. There is no... Getting back together with that one. Tom Brady finalized divorce. Is he three and five? Local biker gang leader gets 20 years and a plea deal. Derek Tuna McGuire, president of the Pagans, allegedly. Nine counts. Had a little bit of blow. Firearms, conspiracy, giving a false statement. 20 years, 10 to serve, the rest suspended. I think he'll still get even out less than that. He'll receive credit for time served in home confinement dating back to 2018. All right, so. um, All right, so there's that. Let me just also check. I think we're going to, if you're Governor McKee, boy, they want that Channel 12 Statehouse corruption story to go away in the worst way. Boy, do they want that story to go away. It is interesting, folks, when people hear corruption at the Statehouse, boom. What happened to this former Miss Rhode Island? Federal prosecutors lied to get into a federal immigration detention center. Julianne Claire Strout. I don't think I have ever interviewed her. Fraud, false pretenses. Year of probation, 50 hours of community service. She won the Miss Rhode Island pageant in 2009. She announced she was running for the Boston City Council. Um, oh, so they suspended social visits because of COVID. Lawyers were allowed in. She entered by lying to immigration about a reason for visiting. Said she worked at a paralegal for a particular law firm. Needed to visit a detainee, have a legal document signed. And she presented officials with the letter on the law firm uh, letterhead. She never walked, worked for the law firm. She was romantically involved with the detainee. They said she tried to get in by showing her commissioner's badge. <laughs> Well, she's getting a lot of press now, that's for sure. Hmm. The the Pelosi story will dominate. All right, let's stay on track here. If you want to see any coverage 
about violent extremists in January 6th and everything like that. You're going to, then you're going to, um, then you're going to see it this weekend. Right before the election. Larry Hogan. I'm looking at an ad on Facebook. Alan Fung will lower the cost of living. American United stands with Alan Fung. He is the Republican, supposedly governor of uh, Maryland. Hmm. Let me um. Let me just check. And then what time is it? Boy, the Pelosi story is. Uh, Very powerful, as a matter of fact. Like, why? As if she's there. God, what is wrong with these people? But he's some kind of a nut. Between now and the rest of the afternoon, we're going to learn a lot about this individual. That's for sure. All right, let's see if we can get a hold of the defender of the faith, John Francis. Oh, wow, look at that. What is that? Smith & Wesson. 357. Wow, that's beautiful. Whew. Oh, boy. That's a good-looking handgun. Thank God the guy didn't have a gun on him. Uh, Smith & Wesson, 357. Eight shot. Hmm. What's this that John Francis get in? A new rifle. 12 gauge. Woodstock. Hmm, that's a good-looking rifle. He's got some nice stuff in. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, that's why he was closed. All right, but he is back in... He's back in the shop. All right, let me see if... Uh, folks, there's never a guarantee. Let's see if we can find him. I don't know. John Francis. Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street. In Pawtucket, let's see if we can locate him. I think we can. He's got some nice merchandise. Wow, look at that. Hmm. Folks, it's 144 on this Friday afternoon. You're listening to the John... Folks, there he is. Joining us on the line right now is the Defender of the Faith, and it's John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Good. Hey, first of all, how did everything go with uh, the spine situation? Uh, so, um, that went okay. Good. Um, so, uh, I am going in for sur- more surgery, unfortunately. Uh, uh. Uh, it, there's just no way around it. I've got a herniated disc, another one in my neck, and it's just starting to cause me too much. So, uh, I'll be going in uh, in late late November for that surgery. Okay, okay. Hopefully they gave you something for the pain between now and then. Unfortunately, there isn't anything they gave oh. you. Oh, good God. All right. Let's talk about, I was just admiring the um, the Smith & Wesson. Is that still available, the 357 each shot? Uh, it is. Wow. What can you tell us about that? Uh, so that is their performance center model. So it's the performance center 
more or less as a custom shop at the factory. So um, this particular one, this is an older version. They still make that model, but so this one uh, belonged to uh, a friend of mine, actually. Mm. And so the action on it was hand-tuned by one of the local gunsmiths. Um, and he's added that uh, uh, red dot scope for bowling pin and steel plate shooting. Wow. And, folks, that is available at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And then, John Francis, on Facebook, I also see, boy, that is a beautiful-looking rifle. Yes. Um, uh, okay, which which one? The uh, Rite. The Rite USA Gordian oh, model? Yeah. That's yeah. A, so that's a, uh, that's a shotgun, actually. Mm. So this is... Brought one of these in. I read an article on one of these, and it got a really good write-up. And it supposedly has a much tighter pattern ability than shotguns at a higher price point. So this one's only, it comes with five choke tubes um, and the sling swivels, and it's only 835. Wow. And what would be, what, what would, would that be home defense? So what, what would someone basically use so that, that for? You would use this for, uh, you could use it for trap shooting, sporting clays. Um, uh, you could use upland bird hunting, uh, stuff like that. Hmm. Folks, it's again, not really. It's a little big. It's a little big for a home defense version. Okay, but theoretically, you could. Yeah, folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supply, four thirty-five Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Now, John Francis, right now there is someone listing, and is a good chance that maybe they want to be a little more liquid, or maybe there was a family member that passed away. What people, if you're listing, folks, if you have. Maybe you inherited a gun collection, or maybe you just have some firearms that you don't use, or you just could use a little extra cash right now. John Francis, what is the procedure that people, how do you prefer that they, if they want to approach you, to either sell them outright or sell them on consignment? Uh, so um, it's best to either call me here at the shop first or shoot me an email. Yep. Um, and, you know, this way, you know, I can return your call and then we'll discuss what your particular situation is. Um, more often than not, most folks in that, you know, don't really understand how to lawfully transport the guns. Right. So uh, I like to talk to them first to make sure that, you know, they just don't walk out of their house holding a rifle or a bunch of guns in their hand <laughs> and throw them in the trunk of their car. Not if they want an enjoyable ride in Rhode Island, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Yes. So, um, and then I go over both options with them, and then, you know, and then it's up to them at that point. Most people do opt these days just to sell them outright. Sure. Uh, it's just things have slowed down to the point where, you know, unless it's uh, a consignment piece is fine, but unless it's priced to move, it's just going to sit there. It's going to sit there. And they should call you at 401 727 1716. That's correct. Okay. Or they can email me at compshooting at cox.net. And how are you doing on ammo? Ammo? There's plenty, of, for the most part, I've got plenty of ammo. The only thing I'm really lacking in is uh, 12 gauge uh, and 20 gauge target loads. Um, I've posted a bunch of new, or I should say new, uh, more used handguns that I've gotten in. Uh, I've got another batch that I just got done test firing. I just got to get them cleaned. So that's like eight to ten more uh, used handguns I'll be posting. And I just picked up another four or five uh, pretty decent used items uh, yesterday. And so that'll be forthcoming as well. Okay. Now, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? 
so today, uh, rest of today, we're open till 6. Yep. And tomorrow, 9 to 4. And folks, again, stop in 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And on top of that, I want people to know, John Francis sets up an atmosphere. It kind of reminds me of a barbershop atmosphere. And I'm always amazed, John. I'm not amazed, but I like the fact there are some people that come in and they just want to kind of pick your brain and, and uh, you get a feel for how people are thinking and feeling and talking about current events, obviously talking about foreign firearms and so forth. But it's, it's a very comfortable atmosphere that you have established at your location. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this is, you know, not my first rodeo in retail. I started working in retail back in the, in the uh, mid-1980s, right after I got out of high school. Wow. Well, it so shows. I've been, doing it. I've, been, I've been in retail almost 40 years. Well, it shows. Folks, it's John Francis. And, uh, go ahead. So, you know, so before I go, I just want to remind everybody, so November 8th is coming. Yep. Get off your butts. Get to the polls. And make sure that you, you know, vote for Ashley Kalis for governor. Dan McKee's got to go. Um, especially, <laughs> I mean, how people can still vote for, for, for him is beyond me. I don't get it. Um, Chaz Kalender for attorney general. Yep. Um, Alan Waters for district one. That's right. Congressional seat. And yep. vote for Al Fung in, uh, for congressional district two. That's exactly right. And stop it and see John Francis today or tomorrow. John Francis, I hope the pain gets better. We're all depending on you, your people behind you. Uh, enjoy the Friday. Enjoy this weekend, and we'll talk to you again. You too, John. Thanks. All right, folks, there it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Well, good afternoon. Let me just check the latest now. We're going to learn more about this uh, individual that broke into Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home. She was not home. Her 82-year-old husband was home, Paul Pelosi. He attacked him. He was claiming, where is Nancy? They have the suspect in custody. This could have ended a lot worse. The timing of this is just brutal. We don't know yet about the background. But from what we understand, David DePepe, 42, he, um, two of his relatives told, said that he's estranged from his family, confirmed that the Facebook account, which was taken down, belongs to him. All right, so there was one. His stepfather, Gene DePepe, and David grew up in British Columbia, left Canada 20 years ago. Last year, he posted links on Facebook to multiple videos produced by, by Mike Lundell. <laughs> My pillow falsely alleging the election was stolen. This is a nightmare. Other posts include transphobic images uh, claiming COVID-19 vaccines were deadly. Also posted links to YouTube videos, titles like Democrats... Democrat farce commission to investigate January 6th. Global elites plan to take control of your money. Two days after Derek Chauvin was found guilty, he wrote the trial was a modern lynching. Uh, indicating, falsely indicating, they say that Floyd Doug died of a drug overdose. I, I don't know. That's contested. He also posted uh, content about the Great Reset. Most of his posts were from 2021. In earlier years, he posted about religion. Um, hold on. Religion and what else? Uh, uh, 
claimed Jesus is the Antichrist. <laughs> and none of the posts mentioned Pelosi. Attempted homicide, assault, elder abuse. That's what Ladybug, they're going after the uh, lawnmower guy on that. Um, gee, I wonder if there'll be any mention of January 6th over the course of the weekend. Uh, it is like snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Is that someone that thinks they're helping the cause? Didn't want to wait to break in until after, gee, I don't know, November 9th? Get past this election? Is it possible? Is that really asking too much that all nutcases could just try to behave themselves between now and the midterms? Are we really asking that much? I'm not saying that we all nutcases have to behave, but I'm just saying just up until we get to the midterms. All right, let's see if we can get a hold of our friend Maria. It's my health. I have a feeling I should be able to reach her. Folks, 1099 Menden Road on this Cumberland on this Friday. It's a delightful Friday, folks, and a good weekend to get out. Weather's nice. It's going to be nice, actually, all weekend, and I think it should be decent for Halloween. So, but you can uh, pop in. It's my health. Folks, there she is on this Friday. It is the Queen of Health. Happy Friday to our friend Maria. It's my health. Hey, John, how are you today? I am very well, Marie. Marie, it is this time of year. There's nothing spooky about health, but if people would pop in Halloween weekend, I have a feeling they're going to find something that they like and something that's also good for them. Absolutely. We even have local products that are really good for them this time of year. Would you touch on some? I know you have acai. I know you have honey. I know you have maple syrup. And, and also, maybe there's someone listening right now that says, hey, wait a minute, I make a local product. Maybe they'd like to approach Marie at It's My Health. Absolutely. We're always looking for some of those really great companies that are local, that have great ideas, you know, use great products, you know, great ingredients, make great products that can help people all the time. Now, Marie, this time of year, because it was um, kind of a wet and damp week, I'll bet some nice hot tea that you could recommend would really brighten someone up and even brighten their spirits a little bit in this uh, final few days of October. Yeah, a lot of people have been coming in with sore throats, so the beginning of colds, so we have things for that. And we have some immune-boosting teas. We have some um, products, some teas that are called throat coats, so they, you know, they, they coat the throat with the, with the herbs and then the honey that you put in there. So we do have some really nice teas for that kind of thing. And then just a, the dreary day, sometimes you just need something a little bit uplifting, and we have some teas for that as well. Folks, we speak with Maria. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland in that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Maria, I'm always asked by people about they hear us discuss the hemp and cbd products but the part that people still are so interested in is you actually have products that can help older pets oh for sure just just you don't need a special 
pet CBD, just the standard, the standard stuff will do. And, you know, we have some dosing, you know, that we can help people with that goes by weight and it goes by what their condition is. So lower if it's just like an anxiety kind of thing or separation anxiety um, and higher doses if they're in any kind of pain. We've had quite a few people um, using the CBD for their pets and seeing some tremendous changes in them where they are actually enjoying walks again and, and getting around better. Folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Mending Road in Cumberland. Marie, what are your hours for the rest of the, this day, Friday? And then what are your hours for tomorrow, Saturday of Halloween weekend? So we are here today until 530. It will still be light out till what? What, 545 now? And tomorrow from 9 to 4. Oh, she is the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health. Trick or treat over there. Marie, great to talk to you. I want you to have a great weekend and say hello to the luckiest man in New England for me. (laughs) Absolutely. You have a great weekend as well. Thank you. Folks, there it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Pop in right now. If you're on Menden Road, and whether you're listening to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, pop in and see Marie. Well, folks, right now it's 159, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, the big story nationally you're going to hear about is some lunatic broke into the home, the San Francisco home of Nancy Pelosi. Speaker Pelosi was trying to tie up her husband some kind of an altercation. He is in custody. She was not home. Uh, but you're going to hear about it coming up in the 2 o'clock news. And it then obviously is going to uh, dominate the news coverage over the course of the day. This is not what the Republican base needed before the midterms. I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach, JR. Folks, it's John DePietro. Enjoy this weekend. I will be doing Facebook Live later. WNRI Socket. WNRI.